we're at that point of the episode where I think the listeners... I gotta pee first. No, these guys like this movie, <laughs> but what was their absolute favorite thing about this movie? You guys so, want to hear favorite scene, favorite moment, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Dumbly Boys. Let's start with Clint. Oh, you're starting with me? Yeah. You know what? This is I've, I've debated this so much. Like, my favorite scene or my favorite part, because they're kind of two different things. Favorite moment. My favorite moment is actually when cyborg separates the mother boxes i think that's my favorite i think I've, I've decided long and hard i think that's my favorite moment because i think that cyborg he completes his character arc he expect he accepts who he is as a person and i love it how he says that you know like um i'm not broken yeah you know i'm not a monster and i'm not alone i i don't know i i just i just love how he just like he fully accepts who he is now and that you know he's you know he can't live his old life, but he can live his new one, mm-hmm. type of thing. He can become more than he was as like you know Victor Stone. I mean he still is Victor Stone, but now he's something much more. And I think that's what um I think that's probably that honestly that part made me tear up, and I think that's probably my favorite part about the entire film. Uh, that that scene is great. I know you're a big cyborg main based off like. That him being in the film, I know we talked before about like, I don't know his fit in Justly because he's a, he's a Titan. That's who he is in the comics. And the New Fifty Two moved him in, but Zach really wanted him in that uh, in Justice League to be the heart of that film. <laughs> but I I'd have to say that my favorite moment was was Superman walking through the ship in Flight Two Point I I got I got chills like oh, I did, yeah. the moment Jor El started speaking and. I mean, that was the scene I was looking forward to the most, like Flight 2.0, where, where it's that whole rebirth. That was so epic. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, we talked about that already a little bit. I know. That, I, that like, I had major chills in that moment because I'm just thinking like, oh, Man of Steel. This is, yeah. It always leads back to Superman. It, it really it's does. So cool. there's, there, there's no Justice League without Superman. There's really no DC Universe without Superman. There's no superheroes. Yeah, if you really think about it. Superman theory. He's like the these, Superman theory. He's, he's the Superman, the mm-hmm. superhero. So yeah, did you already say yours? He, he, yeah, Clint. What was yours? Uh, Cyborg separating the mother boxes because it's the complete of his character arc. Oh yeah, because also what I thought about what does he say? I'm not alone. Yeah, no, that's and I'm not broke. Yeah, you, not did alone. you explain yeah, it? Yeah, did. He did. Yeah. He went through the entire thing. You were taking. Gosh, I was peeing. You were in the bathroom break. Well, you know, fun peeing. fact for the Phantom Rent listeners: uh, Devin went to the yeah. bathroom at least ten times during oh, Zack Snyder's yeah. Justice League. Yeah, yeah. Good thing and we, we were did this in our backyard because you know, literally just go walk like ten feet and then go pee against the wall while you're still you know listening, watching. Yeah. So you really like, didn't miss anything. I'm like turning around, Steppenwolf's being badass, and I'm just peeing. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, that cyborg scene was really cool, and especially since you know the background to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Devin? Favorite scene? Oh, dude, it's so hard. All right, I guess the four, <laughs> I guess the four hour and two minute cut of Snyder Cut might be my favorite scene. Mm. Honestly, I was debating in my head whether, because I also thought the, the dialogue between Batman and Joker is just so uh, cool. Yes, just go. Oh. And since just I'm a big it, just Batman, Batman, uh, ugh, Sam just shows how much truce. he wants Bruce. Just shows how much he, he wants to kill card. him. Joker playing card. 
and it already that even that dialogue alone just felt like you know like they've had a history and it actually yeah. kind of sold me on Jerry Lowe's Joker and it oh, just yeah. makes me want more but that wasn't my favorite I will have to say it's an obvious one but just Wonder Woman cutting off the head of Steppenwolf mm. and that that little that little interaction you know of it going down and his head going up the dark side and then just seeing the league look back at him mm-hmm. so cool so cool like in that moment dark side knew these are the new gods yeah in that moment these are the new gods of earth new the new protectors but with no lanterns yeah <laughs> i would say my favorite scene like i've already praised it but oh yeah i know speed force. speed force yeah that that was also see this was so cool i can't it's there's so many epic moments that it's yeah. like it's really hard to distinguish which one's my favorite but i mean my favorite thing about that is just because I, it, honestly it's really just 50 50 visuals oh my god score oh my god because like you know portals when that happened we were high on portals theme for so long because oh, when yeah. you listen to that you're reliving the experience yeah when yep. i listen to you know um speed force or going into the speed force that song i'm reliving that experience and it was just such an emotional moment yeah um so yeah, I oh yeah, and li- re-listening to the score. The more I listen to it, the more I love it. Oh yeah, it's so good. Like I was on the way here, I was listening to Speed Force, the JL theme. That when Superman comes back, it's just like oh, I get the chills every time, and it's so cool. Oh yeah, yeah. The JL theme is growing on me more and more. So cool. Well, oh, Peter, gosh. favorite scene. Yeah, Peter, you're saving the best for last. Yeah, man, so many awesome, awesome moments. Um. Steven kind of already said my favorite scene, Flight 2.0. That was the scene I was looking forward to most. But I will say probably my second or third favorite scene because I also love the Speed Force um, scene as well. Um, but a scene that neither of you guys, that you guys didn't mention yet. It was just the, le- all, the whole league standing together at the end of a part. Yeah. Of a the part foundation six. theme. Yeah. And you, just got, you got the slow down Justice League theme um you know the slow down variation of it you got it panning you get to see all of them just standing together it's like it's like they're all like greek gods in a way you know it's like mythology yeah you know because that's like how Zack snyder definitely approached um the dc universe is mythology and he's talked about that how he wanted to look like when warner bros wanted to look at it through like oh let's like copy the mcu formula then he zach was like well they're like doing these like action comedy movies that like better than anyone it'd be foolish to try to copy them um but he was the only one looking at it um through like a mythological lens yeah and um but like you it's really on display in these movies and especially i feel like in uh justice league and you know you get to see the whole league um standing together um you know a little bit of uh just League the animated series vibes oh oh yeah 100 percent and I might not, I'm pretty sure Junkie XL, if I remember correctly in an interview, has said that he took a little bit of inspiration for the Justice, his Justice League theme from the Justice League the Animated Series theme. We can hear it in it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's so cool. Yeah. You know what's so cool about it, too, is like it's not, they're not only just like the new gods in that universe, but basically, like, you know, DC and superheroes are basically the American mythos. Yeah. Trying to be like America's, like you know, Greek gods. Yeah, they are the American Greek gods. Yeah, really. exactly. basically. I mean, we're talking about them like like they are. It's also cool. Oh yeah, that's just a cute little tie-in. Yeah, uh, the Greeks had their myths. We have our comics. Yeah. Japan has their anime. Yeah, like, do we really <laughs> need to bring that up? Manga. Oh, Sorry, Clint. <laughs> do we really? Come on. 
We were almost winning an entire Snyder Cut episode without mentioning anime. I had to do it. You know, Devin. It wasn't even a... you. I expected from him. Ada, ada. Stop, please. <laughs> no! Even I think that's cringe. Yes, that's but the, saying something. The thing is, it bothers Devin so much. It does. There's too many things that get to me. I also, I know this is a small thing. I also loved so much how the mother boxes had like a scent and only Steppenwolf could smell it. Um, like that's kind of a way of him saying he's like, obviously the mother boxes when it first woke called to him because of Superman mm-hmm, screaming yeah. so yet loud. Oh, um, that. Oh, but that I just love, I just scene. love the line. Like the scent is on you. Where is it? Puppy dog yeah. eyes, puppy dog nose. It just makes me think like, you know. Where is Arby's? You know, the scent is on you. Oh, my God. Where is Arby's? Where's the beef? I smell the scent on you. Where we is have it? We went beef. from A to A. <laughs> to A's. I hate anime and Arby's. The scent is on you. Where I, is I, I the beef? You. I swear <laughs> to God. <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> Make no mistake. I will fucking kill you. <laughs> Make no mistake. I will honor that promise. Make no mistake. I will fucking eat that burger. Matt, <laughs> that died in my arms. <laughs> oh, no. One of the greatest moments about watching this, like, let's just talk about our experience watching this. So, like, we're all just hanging out watching this, and like the scene when <laughs> we're saying so many memes during it too. <laughs> oh yeah, the scene when um, what's her face? Oh god, nice Devin. <laughs> <laughs> just, are you, can you still hear? Yeah. Okay. The scene when Hippolyta, 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 um, when like you know Steppenwolf you know <laughs> defeats them. And then, like, the horse falls on top of her friend. <laughs> and she's trying to get it off. I was just like, Matt laying on Devin be like. <laughs> it's like us in the morning. Yeah. I slowly die. <laughs> we just all, like, burst out laughing in this really emotional moment. Like, there's, like, so many scenes like that. We were just, like, saying random memes. But, yeah, like, dude. Like, I, was, I was dying because I think I was, like, one of the few people who caught it. But Ryan was like, oh, Batman's, like, the LinkedIn uh, recruiter. <laughs> yeah. And he was yeah. so proud of it. And I, like, <laughs> started, I started as dying I, laughing. I, I literally, no, I got a notification on my watch, like, a LinkedIn recruiter thing about <laughs> some marketing job. Oh, Batman's, like, the LinkedIn recruiter. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that the experience alone with all the bullshit. Boys, it felt it was like so the, awesome. It felt like the Justice League uniting. Oh, oh yeah. yes. And I'm not gonna lie, that flash scene, slow mo saving, excuse me, Iris West, so good, so good. Even the song, <laughs> is it bad? Goodness. I like the song. No, the song oh, no, dude, fits I, so well. Why did it fit so well? It's been. Slapping. I was listening to it. and It's like it's not bad, dude. I was. I have listened to that song at work multiple times. I'm, ex- I'm, ex- I'm glad I'm not the only one. I just, if I was still working hard and still working on steady, I would listen to that song maxing. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, it's bad. I already listened to it at the gym. I look at all the guys. They have oh, no, no idea what I'm listening to. You just think he's listening no to idea. Batman's workout <laughs> song, but no, it's the just, most intense music. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, dude. This movie though. Never forget. Flash goes for the glizzy first. Priorities, boys. Yeah, it's <laughs> the crazy. smile he has on his face. He's, he's just like, so happy. So genuine. But then you find out like he was just going to give it to the dogs anyway. So you're like, damn, he was just so happy to give that glizzy to a dog. Like, what a guy. <laughs> I always bring a meat snack. <laughs> but I, I, I'm glad that they're bringing Iris back for the Flash movie because they are, right? And even though they didn't say like a single word to each other much, they had so much chemistry between them. It was <laughs> no, yeah, Clint. Yeah, no, it was crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, it, like it just kind of clicked. They just I clicked, it. and it was yeah. really cool. 
I swear to God, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of reminds me of someone I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Iris looks like one of Clint's ex. Oh, let's keep going. Another A. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, fun fact: um, the nightmare uh, scene at the end with Batman and Joker. Uh, um, so, oh, yeah. yeah, Zack Snyder actually wrote that entire scene, um, and then he actually sent it over to Chris Terrio to see if he wanted to make you know any edits or anything, but he thought it looked good, so. Um, and I actually, I actually said this uh, after we finished watching the movie, when all of our the guys were talking about it, and I was like, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I think everyone actually agreed with me on it. And I said, um, from a filmmaking standpoint, the the Dark Knight uh, interrogation scene is better, but from a comic book like geek out moment, yeah, geek out, um, this. Uh, Batman Joker interaction in the nightmare scene is yeah. I, I I fully yes. agree. I rewatched it like several times because I just enjoyed it so much because it, it felt didn't like disappoint and it didn't disappoint. How she suffered so <laughs> like there's some oh. things Joker says is funny, which is like exactly how Joker's be. It's like a sick humor, but it makes you laugh. <laughs> it's such a sadistic humor. Exactly, yeah. But my little fish stick. He has <laughs> and does know what it feels like to lose a mother. A uh, mother? A uh, father? Be careful with your next words. Like a son. <laughs> you know what's you know what's something that I noticed? It's like uh it's like we're gonna see the Justice League and what they were in like the first movie and then what the Justice League looks like in the third movie. Oh yeah. Well, which I thought was well, and we'll, well get we'll get eh. there if we even get that. Yeah, which I wanted to talk about on another episode that's so Ryan sad. knows what I want to talk yeah. about. It's so oh, yeah. yeah. It's so sad, like just Watching, like, you know, let's talk about the MCU. When you're watching, like, Avengers, we're like, oh, my God, I'm so excited to see what they're going to do with these characters. Because, like, obviously, you know, they were going to do, they had so much planned, and they were allowed to do it. Um, so with this, it's, like, it's hard, like, not getting your hopes. Of, like, oh, I'm so excited yeah. what they're going to do with this next movie. And, like, we've seen scenes from it foreshadowing what's going to happen. Oh I can't wait. But then at the same time, like, you know, CEO of Warner Media has been like, nah, this... Yeah. Warner oh, Warner Bros. Bros. Oh, Warner Bros. Sorry. See, she's under Warner Media, so it doesn't this... matter what she says. Oh, it my It matters God. what Warner Media says. I said that this is... Yes, yeah. sir. But all all the, uh, you know, the news articles you've been reading out there, talking to the listeners, saying, you know, we're not going to get sequels, have come from her saying, you know, this is the finale of Zack Snyder's trilogy, and that's kind of what they're coining it. Um, but ultimately, CEO of AT&T, who is top dog, he loves... The Snyder Cut, so... I don't know. So, wait... Oh, no, actually, this is a question I have for you, Peter, before you say what you say. Like, okay, so who has the final say in this? AT&T. So, yeah, AT&T yeah. is ultimately... And AT&T and Warner Media. So hey, everyone, switch to, uh, switch to AT&T uh, <laughs> if you want Snyder Cut <laughs> uh, Part 2. So, yeah. So, AT&T bought... like, okay. <laughs> Hashtag restore to Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, AT&T bought Warner Bros. Um, I think shortly after Justice League came out, which is one of the reasons why um, they rushed Justice League out and didn't delay it and just kept it for its November 2017 release date because the execs wanted their bonuses before AT&T came in. Um, and so now that AT&T owns it, so obviously they are in charge of HBO Max and Warner Media and all that. And Jason Keelar, who's the CEO of Warner Media, is very, very pro Snyder Cut and everything. So I mean, I'm just waiting for the numbers that they say that um, Zack Snyder's Justice League did over the, op you know, during its opening weekend from Thursday right. to Sunday. Because if it, okay, because it's basically from what I can tell, 
Zack Snyder's Justice League is like a success on literally every single level from the reception. Like you have people who didn't even care for Man of Steel and BVS being like, yeah. okay, I want a continuation of this. Restore the Snyderverse. Right. You have so like fan reception has been amazing. Um, obviously, we couldn't give a crap about Rotten Tomatoes, but like just in terms of continuing and seeing that people like it is awesome. Um, obviously, the streaming numbers is or what matters. It's like how much money does it bring in? Um, and then obviously, I mean, I think we all are pretty much agreement that it's a great movie too. So it's like, why not? Um, and so we'll just have to be patient, wait and see. Um, just to all the listeners, um, Zack Snyder was contacted about releasing his cut of Justice League on uh, November 18th, 2019. Um, more than a week after that, a Variety article was put out, a statement from Warner Bros. saying that the Snyder Cut was a pipe dream, even though it was essentially technically already in the works. Yeah, so, no. like... You know, we just have to wait and see, be patient. Yeah. Um, Zack Snyder himself has literally said that um, he wants to continue. He has the plans all ready to go. Um, and that he thinks that getting the Snyder Cut released is a harder thing than restoring the Snyderverse. You know, you know, it's, you know, it's funny. It's like, you know, in the beginning, I thought the Snyder Cut was like a myth. But like there's been one man in the middle of this who's always had faith and shown me that this is where faith gets you. <laughs> and that is Peter Moses. <laughs> What yeah. a guy. From day one, this man has been released to Snyder Cut. And you know what? I, 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 I'm not afraid, Peter. I, I doubted you. I didn't think it was going to happen. No, I, I wanted it to happen, but I didn't think it was going to happen. That was a myth. But, dude, you were right. You were right. Tell them you were right. But they sell your sister. It. Faith. We've seen what myths are. No, like, good. honestly. <laughs> like,. This is like, I think it couldn't be more likely than now for them to restore the Snyderverse. Like, it's just like, we never thought this was going to happen, ever, because it's just never happened. So I think with, like you said, critical, you know, not only with critics, but like, like I think the audience score right now is at like a 95 or something like that. And like all that, it's like one of the most successful, probably like, when are they going to release the HBO Max numbers for streams? Whenever, Isn't it soon? Yeah. Whenever they do, we will make sure we post about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just like, it's. Because there is precedent too. Wonder Woman 84, I don't think any of us really thought that was a good movie. Yeah. Like, um, they in, terms of the, in terms of the reception, the reception wasn't great. Um, and I think the Snyder Kit's going to blow Wonder Woman 84's numbers out of the water. Yeah. And so, Ben Wonder Woman eighty four got a, got one got the sequel greenlit. So Wonder Woman three. Yeah, they like, already confirmed it. Yeah. Forty eight like hours after the movie, like after it came out, and so like there's precedence when it comes to, like the Snyder Cut. Yeah. And it potentially coming out, and we ha- see, and we ha- see like even when fighting for the Snyder Cut, we it was basically just like the big fans and believers and supporters of it. Like, and we were able to get that release. Now we basically have the general audience on board and the media is, is essentially like kind of on board now too. So now that we have like, even celebrities, like I think I said oh, in our yeah. big group chat, like Leslie Jones put out like a whole like- Bro, that was fantastic. <laughs> commentary. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shout out to one of my favorite rappers, Isaiah Rashad saying that the Snyder Cut was fire. <laughs> no, I've, I've seen so many, like so many celebrities t- tweeting about it and being like, okay, they're going to continue like this, right? And like saying how the Snyder Cut's like so awesome. And like DC hasn't had this much hype around it since like 
BVS yeah. probably. Yeah, no, dude. Yeah. Honestly, pro- honestly, I have to say, like, I think BVS is a better film, but definitely, I think this has more hype than more than BVS. Yeah, I'm because, gonna be honest. Because right now, even Man of Steel. Honestly, right now, no one's really Man saying Man this, this is like Dark Knight. Yeah, trilogy levels. You know what's yeah. you know what's oh, weird? Yeah. It's like so like DC films like us. I would consider us. It would be like a cult following type of thing, but Zack Snyder's Justice League broke through the mainstream so well. That it's not it's not like a cult following anymore. Yeah. It's just now it's kind of like you know almost like general knowledge of the, that this movie's good. Sorry, I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's burping up his Lacroix. No, Warner uh, Warner Bros tried to kill me right there. Yeah, but um, <laughs> <laughs> the chip in your head. But you know it's it's really rare to see something like as it's like you know as like a movement like this to break through the mainstream so well, yeah. especially with not in terms like what you said, Peter, like with reception from critics, audience, and like you know just general people. So I'm very excited to see the numbers to see what this is look like because obviously this is probably probably besides you know next week's Godzilla versus Kong, but this is probably going to be the biggest. You know, oh, yeah. streamed movie thing probably ever for a while. A hundred percent. And like you said, like, not only do we have, you know, just the cult following that was the Snyder Cut movement and all those guys to get this thing to get greenlit, but now we have all the mainstream jumping on the Snyder wagon. So it's like, honestly, you know, I, I expect it more than ever yeah. th- for them to restore the Snyderverse. Also, Peter, I wanted to ask you a question because I made a, <laughs> I made I made a bet with Clint like about an hour and thirty minutes ago, twenty bucks that they would announce the Batman HBO Max series at least by the end of the year. Just, just, just that it exists. If there is even the slightest hint, I will give you twenty bucks. But if they say anything, if they don't say anything, then. The way around. I'm not saying that like it's gonna come out this year. I'm saying just the slightest hint, like Batfleck is like smirks with a bat emoji, then uh, and tweets about it. Then yeah. You know, if I if 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 you guys want my thoughts on it, obviously you guys know I'm very very big optimist. Um, If I had to put money on it, I would say that that would happen this year. That it will be get some sort of confirmation. That we get well, a bad flex. Devin is okay. putting money on it. <laughs> I actually have money riding on this, so. Because here's the thing, Warner Brothers, right? if you're listening. Because okay, for Warner Bros. not to continue with the Snyderverse, like ultimately it'd be just about their egos. But it's like you'd have to be allergic to money at this point. Yeah. Like there's never been so much demand. Like it's not even going to be like a skeptical thing because you even like leading up to the release of Zack Snyder's Justice League, you had people being like, oh. Is it just gonna be better than the original? Are you sure? Like, what if it's just as bad as you know Justice League extended. and things like that? <laughs> yeah, like an extended cut, basically, because obviously you had that. You had like you know a lot of people having not seen the ultimate edition of BVS and people just like not being all that high on um, Snyder's previous DCEU work. But now, like, almost everyone's on board. You know, almost everyone would be you know super super hyped for Justice League two and three. You could do a. a you know, like you say, like that Batfleck miniseries, you could do a Deathstroke solo movie, which they were originally planning. You could do Green Lantern stuff, New God stuff, Cyborg stuff, Martian Manhunter stuff, all stuff that branching off from the Snyderverse, because this movie, obviously, like we talked about, like in terms of just being like big event films and stuff, like Zack Snyder's Justice League is probably the biggest movie since Endgame came out. Yeah. Um, but like obviously Endgame was like the comp- like the conclusion of the saga, whereas like Zack Snyder's Justice League is like the springboard for like that just breaks the entire universe open. Yeah. 
and leads to so many possibilities. Yeah. And like, you know, my, my, my thoughts is like, which is probably Warner Brothers thoughts. Like, what do they have to lose at this point? I mean, they basically after Justice League, they were like, you know what? I think we'll just do standalone for a bit and we'll just do solo films and just not fully connect the universe. Cause it's not like the MCU where you have like an already full on built universe. They have nothing to lose. And that's why I feel like they had that mindset when they greenlit this. Not just because the fan demand, but it's like, no, why not? See what it does. It's unsuccessful. What exactly are we necessarily losing? If it is successful, we can only gain from this. And that's why I think this can steamroll into the Snyder era. And that's why I'm like, when I think about the Batman HBO Max series, I'm like, what else could possibly compete with other streaming services as like, you know, uh, an original exclusive content than like a Batman in a limited time series that would definitely full on compete with Mandalorian and shows like that completely. And so that's, that's my thoughts. And that's why I think it will happen. Not just cause I want to. Yeah. It is cause I want to, but it's also cause, but you know, we've so. really talked a lot about this movie. I feel like we touched on pretty much everything. Um, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> that in itself left. is a feat. Yeah, no. Yeah. Bathroom break pretty, while you listen to this. Pretty impressive talk, boys. But before we kind of conclude this, I want to hear from you guys how this stands up against other movies. So, Peter, you already said, you know, you think Man of Steel, BBS, you still like more. Yeah, uh, I would I would still say, so obviously this movie definitely still like met my expectations, but I would s- still put um, Man of Steel and BBS over it. Um, I'd say this is still like, you know, I'd say this is the third best DCU movie after those two. Um, and I think the biggest thing, reason for that uh, is um, because something that made Man of Steel and BVS so, so great, especially BVS, is just the depth of the, those movies. Oh, yes. Is like, it's like, very I mean, philosophical. It's like the Dark no, Knight. Yeah. It's, but it's, even it's, more philosophical. Yeah, way more. <laughs> Sorry, no. Devin. <laughs> no. Yeah, like I mean, I I still put, think the Dark Knight's better, you know, like, but like I would say, like, in just in terms of depth, BVS is like on another level that's like that maybe only Watchmen beats, like because you look at like just how dense it is, like philosophically and with like all the theology that's packed into it, and and um. I would probably say, and even Man of Steel, like all the really interesting themes that that movie explores. Um, like, I feel like Zack Snyder's Justice League is the most surface level DC superhero movie that Zack Snyder has made. And I feel like that's the biggest thing that's holding me back from like saying it's like, it would be like potentially better. Like, um, obviously, like narratively, it's not as complex as BVS or anything. And it has a much more straightforward story. Um, but something that I will say that I really, really love, um, obviously we've talked about the score a little bit, um, but that this is, so Junkie XL's, it's, the score is like almost four hours long and it's the longest officially released score like ever for a movie because the, cause obviously, I mean, you guys probably know that they like chop up and only use select tracks from the score. They don't ever release the whole thing. Not to mention that this is a four hour movie. Um, but also, and I think I've, I, I'll let the listeners know this, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this to all you guys before, but this is the first movie that I can think of outside of Star Wars and Lord of the Rings that has 
at least 10 different theme like musical themes or light motifs in it, which That's is super, super cool. Yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely right. Yeah. yeah. And I will say something that's really interesting is I feel like the general audience would say that, you know, they enjoy this more than Man of Steel and BVS, which is very, I mean, according, I think just look at Rotten Tomatoes audience score. I mean, we don't like Rotten Tomatoes, but just the audience score would say that we got 95%. Like my goodness. Um, yeah. Not even I would give it that high. Like I love Man of Steel and BVS way more than this. Just goes to show like, I feel like the general audience just missed out so much with Man of Steel Beavis because they were so high on the MCU feeling like this is the movie format that it needs to be mm-hmm. where they kind of just missed out on incredible storytelling that just wasn't what they were expecting, you know? You know, even with um, the Snyder Cut being like a very straightforward concept, I think it's all, at the end of the day, all about execution. And that's why I think even like some of the best movies of all time, it's a very it could be a very simple concept, but how the director goes about telling that story it could be completely different. I mean, we, we've literally seen this with Justice League, Justice League. I mean, it's still a different movie, but like the execution is horrible. But then you see with Snyder Cut, completely different film. And it's all about execution at the end of the day. I think for me, though, I'm trying to think. I might end up maybe over time liking this more than Man of Steel. Only because, I don't know. Oh. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Not, over, not BBS, though. Yeah. Now, boys, it's time for the question we've all been waiting for. Marvel's had their first superhero team up live action. Now DC has had their first team up in live action. With only three movies leading up to it, I should say. Now, boys, since we've seen them both, what do you think is... The better movie. You know the Moses Bros answer. Uh, and mine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Justice League. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. In every way, Justice League is so mu- or it's just so much better. Cinematography, the score, the action, the the you know. But I will say one thing. I will say one thing. I do think I like the characters' interactions in Avengers. A lot more. Uh-huh. I just I, I love an RDJ Chris Evans character d- duo. Yeah. Um, and you know Chris Hemsworth in that as well is really awesome. I think MC really nails it with their castings. Loki um, too. Mark and, Ruffalo. And, yeah, yeah, and Mark just Ruffalo. you know they're they're dynamic in, in that MCU. movie. But besides that, in every other way, Justice League just so much superior. I would say because think about it, like the looming threat in Avengers. You just if you didn't see Thor. He's just trying to take over the world because he's mad at his brother. You know, this, obviously, we've explained it over again. You know, it's because these two movies are also so extremely different, but also very similar at They're the same time. They're extremely similar. But in terms of tone, they're very different. What tone do you like better? You know, <laughs> at this moment right now, my opinion's always ever changing, so my my brain might change. But at this give moment, it a week. at this moment, I like Justice League more. I said that, Devin. Yes. <laughs> at this moment, I like Justice League more. You know, seventy-two percent. You know, give it like go. you know, like next month, we'll I'll see if I'm then still we'll at ask. the same yeah. same state of mind. But like right now, <laughs> Justice League. Because every time I rewatch Avengers. I become less interested, if that makes sense. Like, oh, 
Mine's always. But the maybe same. I'm just an outlier. Like the more I watch them, like it just becomes more of just an average film, less of like, oh my gosh, this is the first Avengers. But you know, the more I watch, you know, BVS, it's like the more I love it. And the out of the three times I've watched this, the more I love it. Um, but Devin, it's time okay, for the ultimatum. Okay. All right, this is like cannot be said lightly. Giving it a week to give the audience some perspective. The yes. Avengers 2012 is my sixth favorite movie of all time. Yes, I memorized. My wow, top wow, number six. That <laughs> it's guy. not even on my top twenty-five. Oh yeah, because it's just like to me that's like quintessential oh, superhero team up, and it has been for a very long time. Wow, I didn't it's know you liked this movie so much. Oh yeah, because it's just like you know you get you have all the characters. To me, it's exactly what an Avengers movie should be. Yes, Avengers. And this is exactly what a Justice League movie should be. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> who's who's a cooler team, Justice League or the Avengers? I'm sorry. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> Justice no, League. No, let's no. be honest. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. One's got Batman. So and it, but and for the longest time, you know, who would have thought even the Avengers would be even comparable? Honestly, yeah, it's crazy that we're comparing the Avengers and Justice League. Because like it, like you you say this like. A decade ago, Before there'd be no comparison. Like, yeah. yeah, I was like, what? Wait, what? B-list characters Who's against the Avengers? like the A-list team. Yeah. But Devin. It's hard because I think. Say what you want to say, Devin. I think with Avengers, your opinion? I like gonna... the chemistry between, the, like you said, I like the chemistry between the heroes better. But I do say Snyder Cut definitely has way more superior action scenes. But in Avengers, I think has the superior theme. But besides, you take the theme out of the equation. I think the Snyder Cut score is significantly better. The villain, definitely more of a threat in Snyder Cut. But then, in Avengers, you definitely sympathize with the villain more. It's it's like I could go back and forth, back and I, it's so hard for me because decide for now. me this is like this. You have to decide now. decide now. Snyder Cut or, or Avengers. Avengers? Decide now. I'll swallow the bullet. No, you have you have to choose one. You have to choose. Decide now. Well, Clint said his opinion's ever changing, so I could say the same thing. I oh, mean, yeah. my oh, opinion yeah, is very different. Point change of an over the course of the podcast. I once said that Tom Holland was my favorite Spider-Man on this podcast. So uh, things thank can God change. that. Changed. Oh God! Yeah. All right, Devin. All right. All right. Decide: Avengers 2012 or Zack Snyder's Justice League 2021. One has Batman. Uh, yes. Yeah. Right yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we won. <laughs> I'm actually very surprised Devin said Dude, Justice I League. Am too. He's regretting it instantly. Don't take it for granted. Honestly, for me, no, yeah, I'm it, not. I'm getting that tattooed on my chest. It's really the rewatch tomorrow. factor. It's the rewatch. Like honestly, one the way I would think about this is like I was telling the boys this the Snyder cut. It's four hours of entertainment. Honestly, I feel like. Four event or like four MCU movies and all their content would equal the value of one Snyder cut, if that makes sense. Um, like just the amount of like storytelling they're balancing in uh, Justice League and different character dynamics and you know the world building. Um, it's just like MCU movies are just kind of like chapters, they're episodes, whereas this felt like a really monumental feat of a film. I will say this about yeah. like Avengers Snyder cut, uh, just like the movies. I am a little disappointed by Chris Terrio's uh, dialogue 
because I thought he kind of redeemed it with the nightmare scene, but then I learned Snyder wrote that. So I will say that as of right now, maybe I'm just a little too disappointed yeah. with how philosophically deep the script for BVS was. Oh, well, yeah. I'm a little disappointed by uh, the Snyder cut uh, script, and I do actually think the dialogue in Avengers is better. Yeah. But maybe I'm just too disappointed right now. Oh, I would agree or, with you on that. Yeah. I do. I will say, yeah. if, if you're like, it's kind of like one of those things where it's like such a high pedestal. Where like, if you, it's like similar to like, okay, if you expect the next MCU movie to be as good as The Dark Knight, it's like you're just setting it up for failure. You oh, know? 100%. Yeah. And, and obviously, like, yes, Chris Terrio still wrote it, you know, worked with Zack Snyder on it. But like, at the same time, and I think Steven already predicted this even beforehand like going into the movie but like just by the nature of the type of movie bvs is it's like how would it like basically it's just like justice league is um a movie where it's like world you know domination or you the domination of the universe by dark side and steppenwolf versus yeah. like the, a political thriller you know that's yeah. testing the ideologies of superman and batman with yes yeah with the snyder cuts like it's more on the themes uh, and philosophical point of views i guess with the, the individual characters and them you know teaming up to stop and i think it's definitely more complex than a lot of people were probably going to give it i guess yeah it's just for like, sure yeah 100 percent. but definitely bvs being like bvs is like a movie and so is the dark knight they're both in the same category where like you could talk about it and go do a deep dive on like how many things like a dark night with like the what is it the tower of babylon and like bbs just how many every scene can be like torn apart and mm -hmm. just how the symbolism and you know theology and greek mythology there is which is so cool so as, as clint gets his ice as clint gets his ice but yeah as i'm talking about bbs and I, I agree with you guys that this movie like it, at the end of the day, it's a superhero team up movie where you know you, it, you can't really compare that with BVS. But it where, excels when it does that. Oh yeah, but like BVS relies. I mean, it's actually the philosophical question: like, is like is this man God? And like, it's what so, is the role of God in right, modern society? Exactly. So this movie is just a team up against a looming threat. So I think like BVS excels in its drama led storytelling, where this excels in its action and just it being like an epic movie but also the storytelling within the snyderverse itself because yeah. especially if one day these the sequels to this does come out it will look like the most ultimate superhero epic yeah because it's so cohesive to each other yeah that's true and i already at this point you know since i guess we can kind of coin man of steel bvs and the snyder cut as a trilogy oh no we're all simps i mean no, we're i would say that simps. this would definitely be up there with you know and like a star wars originals trilogy lord of the rings trilogies um if the dark knight trilogy honestly i'll say it if we I'll see say it, it completed then i think we can have that conversation i'll say it but you know it's uh what i was talking I won't about say it i guess <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. he's trying to say it and it's like nah fam we ain't hearing none of that today i'm sorry can you hear me anyway <laughs> you want you want to go clint oh i'm sorry you want to go around i'm sorry that was my oh, i was just gonna say a hot take that i i like this trilogy man still bvs and snyder cut more than the, the dark knight trilogy wow yep you know, I was going to say something totally different. but Obviously, that is just my man, out there opinion. It might change. Devin's dead <laughs> inside. That might change. 
Um, ah, but now I actually have point. to consider this because because no! BVS <laughs> Man of Steel, dude. Think about it. BVS Man of Steel. Then we had the finished arc of this beautiful story of I Superman. Know. That's like you know, but you know what? That's like asking me because I know I like Justice League better than Dark Knight Rises, yes. but yeah. that's Man, like I like Man of Steel way more than uh, Batman Begins. I'll say, but it. I, I, I do too. <laughs> I, I do know. too, but like I don't know. But Batman Begins also is so good. <laughs> but the story Let's that they honest. tell, see, so that's cool. the problem. Yeah. Like, they both revolutionized both characters. Like, <laughs> I, oh, oh, I feel yeah, like oh, at oh. the time people were starting to not care about Superman anymore, and completely revolutionized Superman. And Batman Begins did the same thing, and basically made the modern Batman that we know today. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guys, can't we just like both? Why, why can't we? Here's the here's my issue with like what you're saying because I will agree with you that on average, the Snyder's three movies are higher than the Dark Knight trilogy for me because it goes like Dark Knight, BVS, Man of Steel. Shoot. In- I'm right now debating begins justice. Like I'm right now debating on my I'd I have to see begins again, over and then uh, rises. rises. But it's this whole completion of a story that Christopher Nolan was able to tell with the three movies, and True. that story is not yet finished, which is. What my See, issue with that is true. That That's what I was That's saying. True. Yeah. That's true. But I completely understand what you're saying because uh, yeah, yeah no, I get in a bubble. I, totally I agree get it. with you. you yeah. Actually, you have- you have a really good argument there. Yeah. Because it feels like a finished Batman arc, a finished <laughs> Superman arc, and those are the main See, characters. I don't think that the Superman arc is finished. I would just argue that the Batman arc is finished because the entire point of BBS is, is Superman to the world. We've just seen Superman to other heroes now. That we need true. to see him to the world. That is true. Yeah, yeah. honestly, something that it was very interesting rewatching a second time, Superman doesn't say a word to the team yeah, throughout says- the entire film. Yeah. Like, when he comes back, doesn't speak to them in the fight, then... And then the final fight scene when he shows up doesn't say a word as well. Uh-huh. Um, but, man. You know, and, and this might be slight spoiler territory. <laughs> Ooh, spoilers. Um, spoilers. For Justice League 3. But it's basically Zack Snyder has essentially said it'd be very much like a Superman movie where he leads the for- like all the forces of Earth and all the heroes of Earth against Darkseid. So. That would be so hype. Because that's, that's what I really... Would like in my ideal imagination of what a Superman arc with Zack Snyder's vision already going is you take that the tone of Man of Steel and then you make it darker because you're adding Batman and this whole political theological ideology of who is Superman, what is his role in the world, and then you get to a Justice League team up where Superman's out of the picture, and then you get to a nightmare timeline where where everything is just destitute and desolate and whatever, and then the third movie is a Superman classic kind of tone where it's like a man of steel with optimism Mm -hmm. and and this hope where it's like that's what the the tone of those films would go yeah i'm very interested to see like if if we ever do get it that like that nightmare squad like that flash mara batman deathstroke who is he basically I mean, they tease it. Is he basically the new Ra's al Ghul? Is that, is that like he's saying like, like the he kills him for that Joe, uh, um, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Magnet, M- Mango. <laughs> Mango. <laughs> Mango. Sorry. That he was saying is that Batman and uh, Slade trained together at the League of Assassins, and that's the, 
the backstory. So he might be the leader of yeah. the League of Assassins. And it, it now they confirm that you know Batman took out his eye. Yeah. So that's so, so much. That, see the there's so there's there's, so much it sets up in that epilogue, and there's so much that like could happen. They just like give us major blue balls, but like the most yeah. satisfying blue balls. It really is. It makes you really want, especially with finding out what why they're keeping Joker alive. What yeah. what's his key to all this? How they're how they even gonna get out of that? Like, does the world stay that way? Does Flash undo it? Yeah. Like, why we, is Joker we, even alive? We just, like, yeah, we just we, we have no idea, and that's why just does like he need Joker. Alive? Uh, mm-hmm. Which I think Snyder he did that on purpose. Yeah. He needs people because this because if he would have ended it like right where the where the the pan of the lineup of the Justice League. Yeah. Then it's like. Then they have an excuse it to like not, like yeah. But that since he basically has that epilogue and credit scene, oh, basically, he, yeah. Blue Bolt is hardcore in yeah. a way, in a good way. I want more. I need more. Yeah. At the same time, it was like a satisfying ending that leaves you wanting more. It's not like Infinity War's ending where it's like, oh my no. gosh, what happens next? Yeah. And it's not like Endgame's ending where that was one of the most satisfying endings to a yeah. film I've experienced. Yeah. Because I'm like, I could let the MCU just die right now. And yeah, I'd be, I'd be fine with it. satisfied. Yeah. But this is like, I'm so satisfied with what we finally got. But I need more. I need more. I want I want the complete five movie arc. Yeah. Listen, we got Lego Star Wars the complete saga. Why can't we get Zack <laughs> Snyder the complete saga? Gosh, it's going to end up getting pushed back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Once so, they give you an, us an official release date, I'm going to get 100% on Lego Star Wars. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was random. <laughs> yeah, transitioning to. Like, I'm gonna Star honor Wars. that promise. <laughs> yeah, guys. I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about? Oh, um, uh, we got four more hours, Peter. Uh, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn will likely be in Justice League Two because Zack Snyder said that uh, he would want to show her death. So make Justice League Two happen, please. I like how you mentioned Margot Robbie, Peter. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he needs her. Which you need her. It, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the context of that scene where Batman, you know, is saying, like, she died in my arms and she asked that I kill you. Make no mistake, I will kill you. Um, Batman didn't kill. Uh, not not the way that Harley Quinn. It the way they say it, like, it, it. Yeah, the way like, it's like. Yeah. They were teaming yeah, up or something. Mm-hmm, that it was like the shoes in the Nightmare Timeline, but then she died. Yeah. So. And. Most likely Joker, you know. I mean, they did break up in the current con- continuity timeline in Birds of Prey. They broke up, so yeah. You know, yeah. I still have not seen Birds of Prey, and I never will see that film. What they did to Xander Kane is bad enough to see in the, in the trailers. You don't like that? You don't like her being like <laughs> homeless girl with cast? Yeah. It was like, oh my god. What's wrong with that? You have dogs? I'm so tilted right now, Clint. Showers. <laughs> <laughs> No, just mention Cassandra Kane in Birds of Prey, and uh, that's how you get Steven off the rockers. Yeah, I get so tilted by that. <laughs> just go back to undo what Ryan said. <laughs> he was so kind. Tilted Towers. Tomato Towers. Hey, where are we dropping, boys? Tilted Towers. So, yeah, that was, <sighs> gosh. I mean, honestly, there's what's so cool about Snyder, too, is just, he always puts so much detail in his films for, mm-hmm. like, comic book fans and just, like, even just the symbolism and... Yeah, the philosophical point of view was still there. I mean, yeah, it's just not it's like as that random butterfly you see flying around Superman is symbolism for rebirth, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what a butterfly represents. The caterpillar kind of dies and is reborn as the butterfly. Yeah, 
I was just missing that in the script too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like the parallel yeah. shots from Man of Steel with uh, saving people versus a kind of uh, the Flash in fear when they're fighting. That that hand raised out. Mm-hmm. So, also, like a thing that I you know I like that he does is that there's no information that's really spoon fed. Yeah. It's laid out in a way where it's like you feel like you're there. Like if you were in a conversation or there watching the Justice League, you know, talk, you might miss a few things. And it takes a rewatch. Like even like uh, I saw a complaint today. Like it's like why did Cyborg's dad uh, die? There was no reason to it. I mean, he, like moments later, it's like he, they literally say because so that he marks the box. That's why he sacrificed himself. Yeah. They it's even just, explain. Yeah, they do. No, they explain that device like in i think part two yeah. he's talking to ryan the scientist aka adam he's like yeah this whatever it will heat up will make it yeah. 10 times harder than the core of the earth or whatever yeah so you already know that's what and that device like, does audiences have been so accustomed to that with other superhero movies just been spoon-fed information like like we're children but that, that, that's what's so cool about this one is like it's rated r this is for adults you catch it you don't catch it you know you know, the more you rewatch it, the more you get rewarded from that. Which I, those are some of my favorite films. Mm-hmm. Like Snyder's like Christopher Nolan in that way. Where like they trust their audience to understand the movie. And if you don't understand it, oh, well, that's sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, like, no, it's, it, they really like make the movies they want to make. Also, like now that we're mentioning Christopher Nolan, like shout out to him for because he like supported Zack Snyder behind the scenes and everything, like encouraged him to like get back into filmmaking after that break he took. Um, and like was there supporting him for like the Snyder cut. So, um, but then also I will mention that uh, um, that at, at the very end of the movie where it says for autumn. Oh, dude! That was yeah. like that. That, that was, was a, nice. I loved that. That was a beautiful that moment hit. right there. Yeah. And obviously, if you guys don't know, listening, that's his daughter who committed suicide. Yeah, so you know, obviously that was why Snyder left the project in the first place, and yeah, the Snyder um, Cut movement kind of just like rallied around, I guess, her memory, and I think it's only you know fitting, um, when you look at audiences' reaction to Zack Snyder's DC movies and how it literally follows the character arc of Superman. You know, you had you had Man of Steel being a divisive movie. Um, you had BVS being downright controversial, and now you have Zack Snyder's Justice League being fully accepted. It like follows in Jarrell's quote where he um, during Superman's first flight, where he tells him, "You will give the people of Earth an ideal to strive towards," which is basically Snyder's original plan for the DCEU. You know, they'll race behind you, Man of Steel. They will stumble, BVS. They will fall, Justice League. But in time, they will join you in the sun. Zack Snyder's Justice League. In time, you will help them accomplish wonders. Now restore the Snyderverse. Nice. God, Peter, stop giving me chills. I know. What the heck? <laughs> stop. Stop. <laughs> now, is it a, a coincidence or has Zack Snyder done years and years of database analysis of the economics and, you know, pop culture analysis to determine whether or not the world will be ready for his movies? Wait, 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 wait. Ryan, what? are you the parking major? the snyder theory but anyways guys we're going to conclude this episode i don't know it might be part 
two parts. It might just be one long two-hour episode. We don't know yet. We'll have to talk about that after. But Maybe we'll give you an intermission. Who knows? Oh, yes. I like that. Intermission of the parts of the epilogue. Never mind. We're only um, at two hours. We got we to gotta bump that numbers up. Hey, anyways, hey we got two more hours to go. Uh, strap in, get some popcorn. Yeah. But anyways, after this, we were planning on doing a March Madness bracket for superhero movies, a bracket of 32. I like that. Um, and that'd be really fun to do, including you know you guys, our listeners on that, do an Instagram story. Um, but before we do that, Clint had a really great idea of an episode to do following this. Yes, following everything that's happened with Zack Snyder's hashtag release the Snyder Cut, and now the next following hashtag release the Snyderverse. Restore the Snyderverse. Release the Snyderverse. Oh, I'm, I'm a dummy. But I was thinking uh, we do an episode the fans versus Warner Bros. Oh, yes. That Just would be like a great episode, episode 13, and then film versus the fans. I know. Uh, that was actually uh, episode 12. <laughs> oh, wait. Are you? Yeah, come on. You're like, yeah, man lore. I know that. Did you episode, get your fandom? Right? Episode, episode 13, 13 is, was Steven in my first episode. Yeah, okay. But, What's wrong with the DCU? But <laughs> I would love to do a, like what we did, like in the early days of Phantom, right? When we did uh, fans versus Lucasfilm, mm-hmm. uh, we do fans versus Warner Brothers, and really deep dive into that and especially with with a uh, Snyder Cut being released on where this franchise does looking forward and the relationship to Warner Bros since they own DC. It was almost like back way back then in 2018 when you know we got Clone Wars announced. Like we we won the first little battle Nut. to you know make Star Wars great again. <laughs> that was like our Snyder Cut. But yeah, now this like it's kind of the same thing. Like we got the Snyder Cut but there's still so much more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys. Horrible movie. Horrible, horrible Terrible. movie. I, I'm Go see sorry. the 2017 version if you want to see good horrible. cinema. Did Martin I Scorsese convince approach. you guys that I like this movie? Because I think I did. The fact that we all said we like it more than Avengers just goes to show how shitty of a film Avengers is. <laughs> I just want to Joss Whedon really know. just does suck. <laughs> I stand with Joss Whedon. <laughs> His golden flag. Say it. I stand with Joss Whedon. I believe <laughs> Joss Whedon. Restore, restore the Whedon verse. Yeah. I Cancel just, I, Ray Fisher. Cancel Ray <laughs> oh my God, no. Entertainment above We're accountability. We're even going against Whedon. All right, guys. This has been an awesome talk. Not, all right. So listen to this episode. We just cut out like 20 minutes of content, but we will be releasing the edited version of that later. <laughs> yeah. Where we talk about, you know. So symbolism. symbolism in everything. Um, hashtag release the rain cut. Hashtag release the mouse cut. Hashtag release. Well, this has been <laughs> an awesome episode. It's not a mess. Uh, I'm glad that we all came to the decision that this is better than Avengers. Um, and it's hell next time, boys. They're using one mic for this. Store the Snyderverse. Yes. Send feedback. Please. <laughs> How she suffered so. My oh, little fish stick. Little fish stick. <laughs> that smelly flounder. <laughs> How she suffered so. <laughs> I can't. <laughs>
Just me and the sickle K guy. I keep it. Wow. Well, you sent a boy to do a man's job. A man's oh, job. Yeah. A boy wonder to do a, a man's truce. job. Bruce. Rip the card in half, and I'll be happy. Oh my god. This chair does not support my lumbar. Boy.